everybody and welcome to In My Mug episode 209 on Monday the 12th of November 2012. I am your host Steve Layton and today we have a huge bean, big big bean to share with you. But before we get on to that we should dive straight into the news. I am getting slightly mentaler doing these. Have we noticed that it's all going a little bit weird and a little bit crazy? I apologise, I am nuts. Anyway, we should go. Today, I am not here. I, I, I am in the future. I have become a man of the future because I'm going to New Zealand. Um, I'm recording this on the Friday. I leave on the Saturday, so you'll be watching this next week and I'll be either in the air or landed and in New Zealand. I'm very, very excited. I've been invited to go and speak at the New Zealand uh, Specialty Coffees Symposium, um, which uh, I will tell you more about uh, when I'm back, but I, I'm very, very, very excited. I've never been, um, I've never been that far. I, I mean, it's the opposite side of the world. So very, very excited. Anyway. Brazil is back. Uh, we have uh, Brazil Espresso, which I know lots of you love because many of you emailed me saying, when's it coming back? When's it coming back? We also have uh, Brazil Presenta Inglaterra. We have another Brazil to come on soon. Cachoeira is afloat and should be here really soon. It's all very, very, very exciting. Um, can you tell I'm excited? And just to make it more exciting, Bolivia's are back. So Luisa is on the site, um, Luisa Cascara is on the site too. Next week we will have a Bolivian uh, on In My Mug and it's all going to start flooding in. Um, we have some different Cascaras from some different farms too. Uh, for those who don't know what Cascara is, Cascara is the cherry dried off the coffee and you can make like a tea out of it. Uh, very high in caffeine, very high in deliciousness, very high in yumminess. So yeah, really, really, really pleased to get Bolivia's back. Really pleased to get Brazil's back. It's, it's good to be alive. Anyway, that was the news! Time for this week's 20 seconds on. And this time it's on Malaga Sheep. Pronounced Maragajip, this varietal is found in Brazil and is a mutant from the, from the Tipica varietal. The plant is very distinctive as it has very, very tall, huge leaves and massive fruit. The coffee seed is also very distinctive due to its large oversize and this has created some interest in it because it's so distinctive. 20 seconds on. Yeah, 20 seconds just isn't enough. I wanted to tell you that it's quite often found in Guatemala, Mexico, Brazil. Uh, I wanted to tell that some people think that it tastes better because it's bigger, but I think that's a gimmick. I think it's like some typicas taste good, some marigaships taste good. Um, I, I wanted to tell you about some people call them elephant beans, which is not meant to be confused with elephant ears, which is a defect where you get a hollow bean. The elephant I think it's a terrible name. But anyway, 20 seconds is never enough. Let's talk about the coffee. So the farm is called Finca El Plantillo. Um, it's located on the slopes of the Tacana uh, and Tajamulca, Tajamulca? Uh, volcanoes. Um, 
Lowest part of the farm is 1,050 metres above sea level. Highest part is 1,450 metres above sea level. The farm covers 368 hectares, of which 321 are planted with coffee. This is a massive farm, like huge, huge. Um, and was bought in 1976 by Samuel Cotto uh, Escobar. Um, and is now managed by his son and daughter, Statordo and uh, Gladys. Um, uh, Gladys manages the finances. Uh, Statordo manages the farm and makes sure that it's all amazing and delicious and great. Um, as I've already said in the 20 seconds, it's pronounced Maragogipe um, and was originally found in Brazil uh, as a mutant of Tipica. Um, it's, it's very, very, very low yielding as a plant. Uh, it doesn't give you a, a very, very big amount at all. And most Maragogipe that you come across come from several different farms uh, and then kind of put together. This is one of the few that I've seen that comes from one particular farm, you know, which is the way that we like to buy our coffees. We don't like to buy them and you know, not have the provenance and be able to trap them. If they're tasty, we'll buy them anyway. But if they're tasty and have provenance, that really helps. Um, you know, cause we, and also it adds to the consistency because it's all you know, picked and milled by the same people um, on the same estate. And uh, I think it adds to more consistency in the cup. I think it adds more consistency uh, in the actual processing and helps us with the, the roasting of it because it's just a little bit more um, as you would expect it to be. So let's talk about the numbers. Uh, the farm is called Finca El Plantillo. Uh, the varietal is, as I've already said, is Maragajip. Uh, it's a washed coffee. Um, it has an altitude of 1,050 to 1,450 metres above sea level. It's owned by uh, the um, Cotto Marcos family. Um, the nearest city is San Rafael, and it's in the San Marcos region of Guatemala. Okay, that's all that done. I think it's time for the map bit. It's the map bit. No expense spent. It's the map bit. Hello. So up we zoom and across we zoom our familiar path. Um, I hope you're not getting bored of this yet. I'm not. I love the map bit. Okay, so here's Guatemala. And if we just look to the south there, we can see Honduras. And then if we just look below there, we can see El Salvador. But here we have Guatemala. And we can see El Bosque there, which is uh, in the uh, Amatitlan area. But we're interested in Plantillo, which is in San Marcos that you can see there. So uh, you can see also the volcano, um, the Taramulco that we talked about uh, in the Statsbitty. Um, but you can see there it's kind of almost embedded between two uh, volcanoes. Um, and that is El Plantillo. Uh, pan, pan, uh, Platanilo. That was the map. Here he comes again to steal my thunder. It's time for Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. Coffee was introduced by the Jesuits in the year 1650, but wasn't really properly cultivated until 1760, when German immigrants decided that it would be a good thing to plant. Bet you didn't know that. Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. You know what, Roland? You're quite right. I didn't know that. Again, blinds us with his knowledge. Um, 
So it's time for the Wheel of Death. Last week we had Kalita Wave, which we can say goodbye to. I do like the Kalita Wave, though. I hope it comes back soon. And this week it's replaced with Cortado. So, spin it round. Where it goes, nobody knows. Latte! <laughs> I win, I win, I win. Latte it is. Oh, that's an easy one. I like latte. Okay. So I'm going to whack you on pause, I'm going to go make tasty and delicious coffee, and I'll be back with you very, very shortly. And we are back, and we should dive straight into the espresso, so... So, what I get straight away is lots of green apple acidity. It's very, very kind of like, almost sharp, um, very sweet and super clean, like really, really clean. Um, it's not particularly my favourite espresso because of that masses of acidity, but it's it's interesting all the same. No intermilk. The latte. Yeah, actually, I should have explained that guess before. So, what is a latte? I don't know because the lines between cappuccino and latte have blurred so much uh, in recent years. But latte should be. Mostly milk with a tiny bit of foam on the top. A cappuccino should have much more foam on. But, the, 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 I don't know. I, it could be a cappuccino, it could be a latte. I, I, I recall a story once going into a coffee shop and uh, I had a latte and my friend had a cappuccino. And um, my friend said, oh, I ordered a cappuccino. And they went, yeah. And they got the chocolate powder out and put chocolate. We never went back. Mm. Now, what does happen with that acidity that's in the espresso, it's definitely cutting through the milk a lot more and it's a lot more kind of, you can taste the coffee kind of in harmony with the milk and it's a very tasty cappuccino and this is the, it's not a cappuccino, it's a latte, see, that's how bad the, 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 lines, the lines are, but that's, you know, kind of like, the difference between an espresso and, and what milk can bring to it. I think it's much better as a milk and milk drink. And I've played with these new, these new brewers that I was telling you about last week that we've got on the site from Kalita. Um, I'm not sold on them yet, I must be honest, but they're, they're different, they're fun, and they're cheap, and they're nice to, it's a nice little different brew method to play with. This is where I think it really does come into its own. Masses and masses and masses of tropical fruit. I get pineapple, I get that kind of whole, kind of mango. It really is, sorry about the load. Wow, that sounds healthy, doesn't it? Um, I get lots of tropical fruit, lots of brightness coming through. It, and that's where, for me, it wins. Um, you get the cleanliness, you get the sweetness, you get everything that you want, uh, but this lovely tropical fruit really does really does come through well on it. Um, so what we should do now is we should do the descriptor scale from last week's Ethiopian. Descriptor scale. So the descriptor scale from last week, um, very similar to this week actually, but you'd probably use this one again, Seth. It's Seth Taylor who put complex, juicy and sweet. Reminds me of Five Alive Tropical Fruit Juice, but way tastier. And I couldn't agree more. I think all of you last week loved 
the Ethiopian, and with good reason. It was a del- it was and is a delicious coffee. Um, it's certainly one that I've been back to a few times this week. Uh, but that's really good. I like that five live. So pop us an email, and we will send you uh, your pin badge of wonderfulness of, of descriptor scaliness. Next, we should go to the pin board of doom, where we have a picture from Simeon Walker, which I'll put on the screen now of his home setup. Um, and Simeon very kindly felt sorry for me a couple of weeks ago when I was crying on here. Go send me some things, and I do need more things still. Um, thank you for everybody who did send me stuff. I have a nice little buffer of, of things to show now but i still want your stuff for the pin board of doom so thank you for that simeon that was really really kind um and now it's time for the staff clip so this week's staff clip um is a bit special because it's it's my baby sister so my 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 sister works with us here um, she's been with us a few years now and I love working with my sister. I think it's great. Um, but yes, um, it's time for Baby K. Nighty. Cardi. Nighty. Cardi. Baby K need the pot pot. Is it me or are the staff clips getting a little bit weird? Yeah, I blame this on my avid Merian kind of uh, bow selector kind of humour. Uh, but yes, so uh, let's wrap up with the numbers. The farm is called Finca El Platilio. Uh, the varietal is Marga Sheep. It's a washed coffee grown at an altitude of 1,050 metres to 1,450 metres above sea level. Owned by the Cotto Marcus family uh, in the uh, San Rafael, San Marcos region. And that is everything. So I am going to go and record another one of these for next week now. (laughs) And do the tasting while I'm in New Zealand. Uh, But do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. And I'm going to drink a lot of coffee tonight.